Loblaws, the star writes, wants to set the record straight as a war of words between angry customers and Canada's largest supermarket chain over soaring food prices heats up on social media. Amid growing criticism, the company is price gouging. Loblaws social media team has taken to Twitter, insisting they're not at fault, pointing fingers. The bony finger of blame has been, that's my wording, not the stars, at suppliers and manufacturers over price hikes. Joining me to talk about this, um, the host of Chatter That Matters, Tony Chapman. Good morning. Good morning, Jerry. Good to have you. Uh, this wasn't something you had to deal with when you were running your ad agency. Social media didn't really exist to this degree. Uh, it didn't, and it's, it is such an interesting playground because anytime a brand wades in, they're basically, uh, it's almost like whack-a-mole. Their head comes up and then tens of thousands and often millions of social media trolls whack them on the head. And I, so it's, it's surprising to me that Loblaw would use this tactic as a way to try to take some of the heat off of their brand because everybody's saying, God, you're making record profits and I'm paying record prices for groceries. And that's really what the uh, the circle is happening. And uh, social media might not be the place to play. No, uh, well, because as any of us who have engaged, and I stopped doing so on Twitter know, you will find yourself in a furious argument with sometimes the least informed person. Least informed, very often anonymous. And listen, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of uncertainty and insecurity happening in our economy in our lives and we you know this is a way for people to you know the fight or flight this is a way they fight they fight on social media but it's it's a zero end game for a brand or an individual to take on these people because again it's anonymous you as you said it many are not that well informed and from a brand's point of view they become the target they're not going to sway opinion if anything else they're just putting kerosene and 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 wind to what is already out there in terms of fire that's uh, lighting up their brand in the wrong way. Well, and the other thing that happens is when you're a giant like Loblaws and you have the followers you have, you have this enormous group of people who when you respond to somebody who might have 12 followers, you have suddenly handed uh, a megaphone to a person who really wasn't getting noticed. Without question. And next thing you know, they, they just get so excited by how many people have liked, how many people have commented, that it just, again, it becomes a, almost a pinball game uh, for these individuals to try to just keep going at it. Listen, I've poked the bear. I've, I've stuck my finger into this festering wound. You know, the, the reality for Loblaw, it's very difficult when you assemble the kind of assets they have in this country. I mean, they own Shoppers, Drug Mart, Loblaw, you know, no frills. I mean, they're a massive player in retail. They are are going to be a target. That's the price that comes with being the market leader. You certainly see it at Bell in terms of being the market leader in what you do. When people are frustrated, you go after the giant. And this is where, if I was Loblaw, I would just stay away from it. I would do whatever I can to signal that we're doing, we're trying to make groceries more affordable. We're trying to make our, our pharmacies more affordable and let the consumer judge for themselves. Not, don't try to, you know, counter, put a defense up in social media. Sure, but the price of groceries has gone up and the profit margin has apparently gone up. So there's no doubt that Loblaws is doing all right. 
I think the entire game board, people are looking at an opportunity for years because of no inflation. You couldn't really put prices up, so you had to find savings. You had to be more efficient. That's where you found your profit. I think in the last year, I would say that there has been uh, very aggressive moves through the entire supply chain to take advantage of this high inflation, to put in prices that not just cover my increased costs, but improve my margins, improve my profitability. And we're seeing that across the board. Again, Loblaw is a target, but it, uh, they are making a compelling argument. It's not just us. It's the people that are saying we cost more to ship to the stores, bring the groceries in. The entire supply chain is having a bit of a feeding frenzy. And I think, uh, I think that, you know, we need to do whatever we can, government-wise and consumers, to make sure that that, that these price increases are just effectively covering increased costs as opposed to just padding our pockets. All right. Well, we talked here about whether it was smart for Loblaws to engage on Twitter. Let's bring it down to the real world of small business owners who are listening to us. And I'll tell you what I, I, I told my son to do, and you can tell me if I was wrong about this. Uh, but m my son, who uh, listeners to my regular show will know, owns restaurants and bars in Dallas. And I won't get into the whole issue of why, but a, a business practice that he instituted made him the most talked about restaurateur in Dallas for a couple of weeks. And uh, there was a lot of social media feedback. Some of it was angry. Some of it was positive. That's how it goes. And I said to him, you know, stay off Twitter and don't engage with people either way uh, because it's kind of a no-win proposition like you and I talked about. But as a small business person, if somebody starts attacking your restaurant on your restaurant's own web page and Google ratings, it's okay to respond and, and let uh, other readers know, you know, this person saying this about us has never been a customer of my restaurant. Oh, without question, or coming back saying, I'm sorry you had such a bad experience. Come on back in, I'm, uh, you know, I'll make you a drink and we'll talk about it. You know, show that you, you have empathy and care. Get the world on your side versus the person attacking. And it's just humanity. It's, and so if you're going to go into social media, especially Google ratings, bookings.com, Airbnb, where people really look at how other people experience your offering, you have to be there and you have to be positive. You have to be generous listener. You have to realize that at times and acknowledge you've made mistakes. But if you show you care, you have empathy and you're absolutely dedicated to creating the right experience, you will win over, you will win over the vast majority of consumers because they go, Hey, you're human. Everybody screws up once in a while. I like the fact that you're approaching it this way. How much trouble does Loblaws and any of the big chains actually have uh, still when they try to give their side of the story that they are going to get people like me saying, yeah, but that bread thing kind of makes me think I can't trust you necessarily. Well, trust is just absolutely in a free fall when it comes to organizations. And, and again, it's because time and time again, a promise made is not being a promise kept. In the past, when I was angry, I might tell somebody at home at, over the dinner table. I might talk to somebody on the phone. Today, I, you know, and I throw it up in social media and that's what's creating this undermining of trust in my political leaders, in the organizations I, I respond to. And if you've really hit us hard, like the bread scandal, it doesn't go away. Yeah, although I enjoyed the, the little card I could use when I went in and got the, you know, free groceries. Uh, so, so there was that, but, but it's still there. And, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure if we had Galen Weston here today, Tony, and I said, is that still hurting you? He'd have to say, yes, it is. Absolutely. I mean, listen, that was a violation of trust when they, you know, again, the market leader was the, the one that went out and found a way, because they also own the bakeries, because that's their supply chain, found a way to, to 
to uh, manipulate pricing against, you know, anti-monopoly practices to make more money. That's something that will never go away. That Once that seed's planted in your brain, you really never, uh, you know, sometimes it's buried for a while. But something like this that happens, you know, suddenly record profits, that seed, it's almost like you added sunshine and water to it and it flourishes again. And that's the tough thing about organizations nowadays because you, you're not going to run the way you used to because the citizen journalism makes it very transparent and with the kind of anger and uncertainty of what's happening in our economy it's a tough place to be in terms of being the market leader tony chapman we'll talk friday thanks for this thanks jerry